right, I, I haven't got time to mark this motherfucker. Here we go again. We can't hear anybody. Nobody can talk to anybody. Guest to Pressure Points with your two favorite hosts. I'm D, and this is my 10.30 p.m. coffee drinking AJ. We're coming at you with Season 5, Episode 14, The Best Tuberculosis. It's a World War II episode, but this time, it's mine. So find us on Instagram and Twitter, at Points O Pressure, and get ready, cutie pies. Well, turn the fucking thing off, you dumbass. I did it. I I figured it out. I figured figured out. out the intro timing. I've, oh, I thought you figured out how timing. to not come over to my place until ten thirty. Usually, it's me keeping us up this late. Yeah, no, it's me this time. It's it's definitely been me today, dragging my fucking tootsies, taking my time. It's it's uh been a writer's block of a day. So strap in for what. Could be one of our shortest episodes yet. <laughs> no, no. And that'll be the episode for tonight. Thanks for coming Tying in. Tying it up. Thanks to a our Patreons. 20. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So, how was your week? Oh, you know. Fuck, what did I do yeah. this week? So, uh, I'm, I'm talk in finals. About your, talk about your stuff without violating any HIPAA, HIPAA laws, you know? Go for oh, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, we're we're almost in finals. I just did my last clinical. Oh, thank God. I was in the memory unit. Yeah. Ooh. I got a lot, lots of dementia Jinkies. patients. Some very confused, some very sad cases, some very just, they are just living life. Oh, I'm sure. Um... Uh, turns out I'm a teenage heartthrob. <laughs> oh, is that so? For all the old, demented women. Because <laughs> they don't remember what a good-looking man looks exactly. like. Exactly. <laughs> and all the, uh, so many, like, the majority of the CNAs and the nurses and the workers are women. Oh, I so see. I was, like, one of two men on the entire ward for that day. Oh. So they're like, oh, one, one lady, I, I helped pick her up, and she said. piece of ass. Oh, yeah. And normally she she'll like punch the people helping to like stand them up. Mm-hmm. Just just punch you. Yeah, just give them a couple of gut shots. Yeah, That's seriously. What I would do. But I, I went and That's I and I, I helped kind of pick her up, and she was, "Ooh, you're warm." Uh. <laughs> and I just the the person who was helping me, the person I was following around, the nurse I was following around, was like, she she just laughed and and said, "You're a heartbreaker." <laughs> God. <laughs> like, and you oh, just go yeah. if you were 50 years younger uh, if you were 70 I years still younger, would not be into you because you'd have 30 years and you'd be you. racist yeah that's true yeah but yeah God damn it, it was you go. yeah it was actually really fun I, I really enjoyed it would i work in a memory unit hell no oh i'm sure would i help once a year yeah nice good for you yeah it, it, it was a very good learning experience for somebody who better knock on wood right now for somebody who does not have any family members who are currently really having that problem yeah yeah but yeah for some reason i thought someone was knocking at the door when you did it because i didn't see your hand <laughs> it sounded like it too but yeah it, it was it was a very good experience well as long as you have the experience because that will be my demise oh it's, yeah i'm waiting for it basically a guarantee yeah in 10 years mm, probably like two and a half well, i barely even remember what i wrote my notes on today uh, wait are we recording a podcast fuck 
<laughs> what just, are we called? I just say Penis my points? full name and social on, on <laughs> yeah. air. And then oh, I forget to edit God. it out. No, D is my full name. It I'm is. Like Dio. <laughs> you are the podcasting version of Dio. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Now, if only people saw our face, I would Photoshop your face onto Dio's body and <laughs> I mean, put it on the Instagram. You could Photoshop Dio's face onto my onto body. Onto your body. You could, <gasps> realistically speaking. All right, I'm going to get a picture of you after this. Not many people <laughs> have your know body my type. Body. I know your body. I know. Deeper and more sensually than your girlfriend could ever. <laughs> than I ever could. <laughs> than you ever could. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, good. I'm glad that it was a good experience. Because I feel like I would have fucking hated it. Oh, I, no, I was pretty good. I hate nursing homes. I didn't get to... Well, this was a... School. And I know that it's not a nursing home. It's yeah, because like those are facility. pretty horrible. This this does like every a little bit of everything without going into so much detail that I can dox myself. They do a very wide range of things, including hospice, memory, and like end-of-life care. Nice. But they do a lot more as well. Let's so. not do old people. Yeah, that's been the weird Myself part. included. I, I hate old people and myself. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one of the patients in the memory unit was 41. Yeah. Yeah, you I was talking about, about that. that. Ooh, very aggressive Jesus. genetic dementia. Uh, her sister had just passed away just a couple years older than God her. Damn. And I'm like, from it. I'm like, Shit's dang. Scary. Check your genetics yeah. Before you have kids. Get your genetics and fucking If check. your family has weird stories of people dying young every other generation, uh, Google that shit. <laughs> ah, goddamn. Luckily, I already know that I have bad genetics just by looking in a mirror. Well, so that's why I won't be having any kids. I'm going to say, despite genetics, just the cholesterol alone oh, yeah. would tell you enough. Just anything, really. Yeah. Anything about me is like, probably shouldn't have kids. Yeah, you... <laughs> in this office, we have so much shared cholesterol that the room ends up being slightly greasier when we leave yes every time and every time we have to degrease we, it we actually have tile walls and a tile ceiling and there's, there's a hose there's a little hot spigot water, right hot over water there and soap that we just spray everything down before we start so it's freshly clean mm -hmm. and then by the time we get out of here it's dirtier than yeah. it was before we cleaned it we should that made me think of like a sauna we should put a sauna in this room I don't think you would want us in a sauna <laughs> in your home. Those, oh, God. Those three things in combination should be outside of anyone's home. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. You're going to build a shed. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to put. We've, I'm going to. I'm going to make this. just copper coils and attach them to a battery, and we'll splash water on them every once in a while. Yeah, just spritz them. Just, yeah, I'll just. You'll just sneeze on it every once. Yeah, in a while perfect. Steam up. Ooh, a little whole steam yeah. room. I really want to do that though. I have zero money to do that. It surprises me that it's legal that we can go into a gym and use their sauna. <laughs> we are a biological hazard. Yeah, very much so. All right, so speaking of biological hazards... Hold on, there was something we're gonna, else. We're going to go back to the fall of 1943. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't anything else. I forgot yeah, it. No worries, class of 89. Yeah, it's my favorite mug. So, the fall of 1943, the slums of Rome... <laughs> the slums of Vatican yeah, Rome. Yeah, which doesn't sound like slums, but it definitely would be. We're starting to be invaded by the Nazis, which honestly... When you think about it, it's kind of odd considering Italy was working alongside Germany, right? But there were a lot of Italian Jews 
there were a lot of Jews in Italy. That, you said 43? Yeah, 1943. Um, and they, they wanted them out, obviously. They're fucking terrible-ass Germans. So... As they're going through uh, this Roman Catholic hospital, uh, I'm going to butcher this. It's no, all good in luck. Italian, so bear with me. Uh, Fate Bene Fratelli. Good enough. Uh, it opened its doors to Jews seeking refuge. But it's hard to do that in the 1940s when Germany already has a presence in your country. You can't just, hey, all Jews seeking refuge. Come on over here, because then they would just fucking bomb your hospital, right? Yeah. Here, let me go on a, a slight tangent. Yeah, go Give for a it. a little bit more background, because 1943 and the Germans are now only occupying Rome. It's because basically they've been outwardly supporting of the Nazis through Italy. Not necessarily saying, yeah, like, join us, but basically like, okay, we'll... We'll support you, but obviously we don't have a standing army. We're not going to really contribute yeah. to your war effort. But then um, Italy and the Allies, if you remember, in September 1943, you obviously know this, um, they reach an armistice. Mm -hmm. So armistice happens, Nazis go right into Rome. Yeah. No. Cause, well, because the Rome, Romans were also... The Romans. <laughs> Rome was also trying to secretly get basically a surrender truce with the allies while still outwardly supporting the nazis yeah and the nazis knew about it they're like these bitches are trying to get out they so were, we're gonna go in there and yeah. crush them like the i didn't realize it until i had read about this that so many italians did not like the nazis which yeah you can say oh everyone hated the nazis but as what most people consider to be an Axis power, mm -hmm. it would surprise you that most Italians were very open about how much they disliked Nazis and how much they did not want to work with them. Yeah, there was, I mean, it's like when there's a dictator, not necessarily everybody agrees yeah. with uh, yeah. an iron-fisted yeah, dictator. Yeah, despite the leader of that country agreeing with him. Yeah, who would have so, thought? Yeah, really, though. Um, so, the this hospital is bringing people... Well, they're bringing in Jews. And when, when you're bringing in Jews during an invasion, you can't really just, like I said, openly put up signs, hey, come here for help. So, what would happen is... Some Jews would show up, and it was apparent that they were Jews. Like, they would speak, like, outwardly, hey, look, I I just need a safe place. Like, we know that this hospital doesn't really like Nazi soldiers. Is there anything you can do for me? I mean, when you're being invaded, you're going to go anywhere Yeah, you're going to do anything you can. So, uh, Professor Borromeo and Dr. Sakatori both very good thank you uh or sorry sacerdoti uh, admitted jewish patients under the guise of a thing called syndrome k so syndrome k itself was named after kesserling who was the commander over the nazi troops invading rome and it was also named after 
Kepler or Kapler, sorry, who was uh, the commander of the troop or sorry, he was the SS chief of police in Rome. Yeah, great guy. Yeah, and you know a little bit about him, right? A little bit. He, yeah, his, let's just say his KD was better than anybody on Xbox 360 and Modern yeah. Warfare 2. Like, One to what, 350, I think? No, it was, uh, oh, yeah, something like that. So out of his first round, his first action as chief of police in Rome, of occupied police, was uh, 1,023 of you Italian Jew- Jews would be sent directly to Auschwitz, of which 16 survived. Um, he sent another, like his second wave was just under 1,993. But during that action, during the deportation, he also demanded 50 kilos of gold from <laughs> from the frick. Jews, basically saying, if you give me what is for... Uh, for smooth brains, for stupid heads, 110 pounds of gold, then I'm not going to round you guys up. He got some gold, I think. I can't imagine he got 110 No, no, he got it. some gold and then still well, of course. deported them. And the the Vatican didn't really like him for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, do, do you, do you despite... go into the Vatican... Uh, views on him um no not so much but i do know that at one point the vatican did bring in they harbored jews they actually paid for some of them to take shelter in the vatican however hitler's pope uh pope Pius, like the fucking (laughs) i think he was like the 14th or something yeah 12th um not exactly the best dude on the planet yeah he he actually recently they had like an 11 part fucking series come out uh that they're working on really breaking down and getting all the information on of how fucking terrible pope Pius was with the nazis mm-hmm. well with the jews i should say because he spoke very outwardly against jews so, it, interestingly enough, the direct conflict, the reason Kapler was like, fuck the Vatican, was because Kapler thought, oh, the Vatican is harboring these escaped prisoners and these, these allied fugitives that we're tracking down, which they probably were. I'm pretty sure they were. And the Vatican was also hiring Jews as their guards. Yeah, and he didn't like that there. because they were technically neutral. Yeah. So, he, he was really pissed and... You see, what neutral ground? Yeah. You see, uh, Monsignor Hugh O'Flattery. Do you go into him at all? Uh, no. Okay, he he was kind of like the Yang to Kapler's Ying, the balance, the <laughs> adversary <laughs> of him, because yeah. Hugh O'Flattery was very very active in saving Jewish people, few uh, allies, basically anybody who didn't like the Nazis, he would help. Well, that's good. And you wouldn't think that we would take a positive stance on Christianity on this weird, show, but we are for the today. first time. Yeah, um, he actually tried to get this guy assassinated multiple times. Jesus, didn't work. And then after the war, Kepler eventually converted to Catholicism because the only person who visited him in prison was, was his worst enemy. Oh, flattery! A flattery. <laughs> That's amazing. Impressive. It's crazy. Like, he would basically the only one who came to visit him regularly, and he would just come in and talk about literature and religion in, like, a philosophical way. Mm-hmm. 
and eventually he converted to Catholicism. Jesus. And yeah, it was fun. I yeah. I also I'm I'm <laughs> I've had a thought to just assemble a list of Nazis who survived the war, ended up in prison for their entire life, and then were diagnosed with terminal cancer, just because I think it's, you know, somewhat fitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of them. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they named, well, I shouldn't say they, um, a man by the name of Adriano As- Osacini, I think, uh, he kind of coined the Syndrome K term. So he was this, like, diehard Christian that actually believed in, like, the original idea of Christianity and Catholicism is that we are going to help people. No matter who they are, we're going to help. We're at a fucking hospital. We're going to help people. Now, this guy was actually... um, Let's see. Uh, he was fleeing fascist Germany due to being really well known for being an anti-fascist um, and spoke outwardly against it. So that's a dangerous flees, thing to do. Damn. Yeah, during, big time. I mean, so during that time and now <laughs> he fled Germany and he ended up in this hospital. But he was also using a false identity. So his, his real name may not have been. Adriano, like, or Adriano, he he could have been fucking anything else, but he had ties to organizations that would create false identities and shit, and so he was working under the guise of a different name. So overall, this hospital is just being run by an anti-Nazi campaign, which is phenomenal. That's, in, that's a good place in for fucking it. Italy. Like you wouldn't really think. Uh, what were you you were smiling about? Oh, I was laughing about how Kapler died, <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, I try to be sensitive and, you know, people are people and whatever. But so he had the terminal cancer and he tried to get an appeal just to be released or something to his family just mm-hmm. because he was going to die anyway. Yeah. And the Italians were like, fuck you. No. <laughs> So he, but he did get transferred to a hospital for full time care. Please tell me it's the hospital that we were talking. It, it's about. It's not. Damn. But it. his wife was a nurse. Uh huh. So the people in the hospital were like, "We don't want to help this old Nazi bitch." So you can. So basically, she was just in and out doing a lot of the nursing care for him, and then she <laughs> smuggled him out of the suitcase. Out of the suitcase, God. Out of the hospital in a suitcase. Oh, God. Because he had lost so much weight from the cancer. He only weighed 104 pounds. <laughs> so, she put him so in a suitcase looked, and so, carried... He looked like a concentration camp like victim. He yeah. victim. Yeah. Oh, and, sweet justice. And they flew in a suitcase to West Germany. Uh, Italy said, bring him back. And West Germany was like, he's gonna fucking die. I'm surprised Whatever. he didn't die on the flight. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> so I, I just... Had this image of this old Nazi fuck who looks like a Holocaust victim in a suitcase. Yeah. Oh probably wearing his fucking SS uniform. Knowing I'm, I'm him. sure. Piece of shit. They they always do. That's oh my, my thing. God. Oh my God. Just Sorry. Fold I just, it up. I just started laughing. Can you imagine how thing. fucking creaky your bones would be after oh, you folded up in a fucking suitcase and flown to a different country? <laughs> God damn. It's amazing. Jesus. So. So, yeah, you've got these three guys. 
that hate the Nazis running the hospital and they've come up with a fake illness, basically. So the the Nazis were told that Syndrome K was more contagious than tuberculosis, but it had a lot of things in common with it. They were like, it's basically a more deadly tuberculosis, which, mind you, this is what TB was. Tuberculosis was it had its huge thing in 1919, right? Oh, it, it has its huge thing through most of human history. Yeah, really, though. It fucks everybody. God, it's up. fucking bonkers. So a lot of these Nazis have lived through this time where tuberculosis was just fucking taking people left and right. And they're told it's worse than that. So much Ooh. so that it gives these people convulsions and paralysis, which uh, inevitably leads to death. So the Nazis are like, how badly do we want to fuck with this? So at the time, um, this hospital and hospitals in the area, they would be forced to work with Nazis as they would come in. They would say, hey, we need to look at all of your medical records and anyone that they deemed to be Jewish, they would just take from hospice care. They would go into the room, rip him out, and be like, cool, you don't have to worry about this guy anymore. He's out. And this hospital itself, all of their Jewish patients, they would list as Syndrome K patients. But they would also fix their records so that they didn't all look like they were Jewish. So that it wasn't like all of them are They took the fucking, Stein out of the last Yeah, name. they're not all Goldbergs that are in the in the syndrome k ward they're switching last names or twisting mm-hmm. records around and shit pulling out old ones and just changing the names so and even the ones that were jewish there were some that like would slip through the cracks so like we know that this guy's here we know that he's in in this syndrome k ward and they would just say we'll go for it like take him out of there if you want mm-hmm. and the nazis would show up expecting to leave with someone and they would get to the doors of the ward and they would look through and all of the people on the other side are fucking coughing a lung up. They're fucking shaking and shit. They look sickly as hell. And the doctor says, Hey, look, if you want to take them, go for it. But one person will infect an entire room of people. Like, it's bad news if you get them onto a train. Yeah, good fucking luck. Yeah, if you put them on a train you with other it. with other people headed to a concentration camp, everyone on that train is going to be dead before you get there, including all of the officers on that train. Yeah, and while that is mostly the goal, they like to keep some people around for slave labor. Yeah, but on the on top of that, they're basically and then saying the officers, your officers yeah. are going to be dead. So, in a lot of the cases, the Nazis would kind of just cut their losses. They'd be like, well, you know. They're going to die off. We'll just fucking leave them to a miserable death. So the doctors more or less were, I should say that they had a radio in their basement and they had access to an ally radio and uh, access to an axis radio. So very useful. They would listen in on when Nazis were headed to the hospital. And when they knew that that was the case, they'd go upstairs and they'd show a little signal to Syndrome K room. 
But before any of that would even happen, the doctors had sat down with all of these Syndrome K patients and they would tell them, okay, these are the, the main symptoms of tuberculosis. Because if somebody calls us on bullshit, you guys can't just be sleeping in here. Yeah. So these doctors are like explaining to them and breaking down how they need to be coughing. They're showing them, okay, this is what it looks like if you're having actual convulsions. So this ward of like two dozen people are all just learning how to mimic tuberculosis <laughs> to the nth degree. And the Nazis are none the wiser because they're so afraid of potentially killing an officer, killing one of their their own men. And <laughs> just completely slipping by the wayside. Now, not all the doctors and the nurses in the hospital knew what Syndrome K really was. Some knew that it was a total guise. Others didn't. So. <coughs> oh, oh, my me. God. So unprofessional. Cut it. We'll, we'll cut it in post. Yeah. Um. So some of them would go in like just totally fucking head to toe sanitary just need to be as careful as possible when treating these guys but they were told yeah there's not really a treatment for it there's not much we can do it's new like we don't know enough about it yeah so we'll just leave it and kind of keep testing on it only these select people can work work with these people which would be the ones that knew what syndrome k actually was and i mean obviously it's a huge fucking worry that you're gonna get found out like you're worried yeah. that one person, because with how scary the Nazi regime was, you would worry like, oh, one person could really fucking destroy this whole operation, which could happen. But it didn't. Nobody reported anything. Nothing crazy went down. And they basically got away with it. Hell the only yeah. thing is, because <laughs> so... The entire operation basically, well, not operation, but Syndrome K basically slid under the, like, the doormat of history for, like, 60 years, right? So it wasn't until, like, mid to early 2000s that they found out it even really happened. Um, Two of the doctors, I think, were still alive in, in the late 2000s and were able to actually give interviews on it. Um, one of them died, but because they're like fucking 98 years old at this point, they don't really like, they don't recall things specifically. They weren't really able to explain whether they saved 20 people or 800 people. They're like, we just know that we had people coming in and out constantly. The ward was big enough to hold two dozen people. So what was happening is they would come in these so Jews would come in, they would slip under the radar, and because they would get a different name on their medical records, sometimes that was the false identity. And so their fucking medical record is marked with syndrome K, but it's not like they have medical records that go across all fucking hospitals in the world. Like it's one one file in one hospital and the hospital knows what the fuck they're doing so they're not contacting the next one and saying oh hey this guy's got syndrome k so these people would leave with different identities effectively 
sending them off to freedom. Yeah, it, it's like laundering money, but you're doing it with a with your Jewish background. Yeah, it, it creates a, a trail of documents. To say, oh no, I'm not. This is my name. This is where it's proven at this hospital. Yeah, and your That's medical official. record is the start of those documents, and it's like. You can tie it back to fucking anything else and go, okay, well, we can issue this other bullshit, but we now have an identity here that we can base everything off of, which is your medical record. And here you go. Um, now you're not. And this this is an idea that uh, Adriano had proposed because he already knew people that could fabricate and make documents for different people. So... Not only did he come in just to, like, say, fuck fascism, he came in to also help these people get a new life and get them to safety. Yeah, it, it, and I, I love it because it, this isn't the only example of something like this happening. Like, yeah. A lot of people had these really great and unique ideas um, <clears throat> where... They used the Germans' fear of tuberculosis or other diseases, which is ironically a genetic thing. <laughs> really? <laughs> that they they were just able to to play on the fear of the Nazis to make it so that they didn't look too close. Mm -hmm. And how smart. <laughs> like, Fucking clever crazy. as hell. So uh, Adriano Asinci, or Osicini, was... He was actually picked up one day. Um, and By they, a Nazi? Yep, he was picked up Ooh. by Nazis. They took him over to this area where they had a bunch of other people. They have him lined up, and they're going through photos saying, like, okay, is this who we're actually looking for? Is this who we're looking for? And uh, this is while he's working at the hospital. And Ooh. so he's he's towards like the end of the line and he's watching these uh, these ss officers go over everything oh is this the guy is this the guy and he thinks i'm either just gonna stand here and get taken or i can just run and if they shoot me in the street i get shot in the street whatever so while they're going over these people he just turns and runs off <laughs> Amazing, And they don't fucking see anything because they're too busy looking at all these other people, comparing whether it's the right person they're looking for. He escapes and he makes it to the hospital and says, hey, SS officers are probably going to be headed this way. So get ready to put on the fucking tuberculosis show of a lifetime. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it like. It's interesting because I, I read a lot about it. Well, not a lot about it, but everything that I was reading, people were basically saying like, oh, yeah, like they only saved 20, 20 Jews, we'll say, at the bottom end of what they what they could have saved. They only saved 20 Jews. I'm like, that's 20 people that's, that they saved. That's 20 more than 20 someone more else than, could have yeah. saved. It's 20 more than they would have saved if they hadn't made up this fucking fake syndrome. And it's astounding how how easily and how willing they were to do it for people of just a completely different religion. Obviously, like, yeah, all these guys aren't Catholic, but you're working at a Roman Catholic hospital in Rome. Yeah. Most of the people are going to be Catholic there. And it's just so – it's reassuring to see that Christians did something right. 
<laughs> for once. No, Catholics. Catholics, sorry. For once in their life. Well, wouldn't they still be Christian, though? I don't... I, I think they I'm consider themselves sure. separate. Oh, I don't know. I Look it up right now. I'm still trying to find the episode, I swear I did, about uh, the other medical doctor uh yeah i was looking avoidance. through it and i couldn't find it i know i've done it i i talked about the two doctors who figured out how well, to can... fake like a tuberculosis test i mean we can talk about it real quick i but i know i know i did it it does sound familiar but i don't really have the best memory so you normally have an encyclopedic memory of our episodes. Of our episodes. I know. I don't know why I can't. What's your problem? Like I'm, I'm not recalling it. I know yeah. I did an episode on it. Roman Catholicism is the largest of the three major branches of Christianity. Oh, okay. I, I had it flipped the other way. All Roman Catholics are Christian, but not, not all, all Christians, Christians are, are Roman, Roman Catholic. Catholic. It's like how Mormons call them Christians, but other Christians don't call Mormons Christian. Yeah, no, because they're not. Because they're fucking non-salamander-ass um, motherfuckers. But yeah, uh, so we can talk about it really quickly. Okay, but please uh, tell me what, was what fucking episode that was. I don't know. What if you recall, hell? If you remember and you message us what episode... I'll send uh, you a sticker. Yeah, we'll send you a sticker. So, uh, um, I don't remember his name. Eugene I, something. Eugene, La Eugene Lavovich. Yeah, Eugene. So the, basically there were two doctors in small in two small villages, I think in occupied Poland, and they fabricated an entire pandemic. I think it, it was either Lizowski. tuberculosis. Eugene Lazowski. Yeah, it was like tuberculosis or typhus. Typhus. Yeah. It's typhus. And they basically figured out how to fake the test. And since the Germans were so afraid of it, they never looked too close. I know I've talked so, about it. So I what it was is uh, they found out that a certain strain of typhus um, could be – you could get a vaccine against it. And if you had your vaccine against it, you would be fine. So No, it wasn't a vaccine. No, 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 no. If you already had your vaccine, you were good. But if they gave you a shot of this stuff, then you would test positive for typhus. You would show a positive test for it. It wouldn't actually give you typhus because the current strain of fucking typhus. It, it tested or for the, it was, the it tested for the antibodies, and it would basically yeah. stimulate an antibody response, but not one big enough to show any symptoms. Yeah, enough to show a positive test result. So he was sending these fucking like he was sending this out to everybody, like. Well, no, they I had to it keep it eight, under the radar. Eight thousand people ended up like with this strain well in in the the region that he was protecting had like eight thousand people in it yeah um they didn't test all eight thousand people because it was a very expensive test um they had they even had like nazi groups come to the area to test them and they distracted them by showing them a house full of people with pneumonia <laughs> and they were coughing so hard that they were kind of like ew i don't really want to look at them and they were also distracted because in the other part of the town they threw a feast Oh. In their honor. So they were like, ooh, I don't want to be with these sickos. I'm just going to, like, poke my head in. Okay, cool. Now let's get drunk, Hans. Jesus. And, yeah, he he it was him or the other doctor who worked for the resistance, the Polish resistance. Yeah, he was a Polish Army second lieutenant on the Red Cross train. 
Um, And then as a military doctor of the Polish resistance home army. This is just on Wikipedia. Yeah. And he they had a sim. I I remember talking about their symbol, which was like a rag on his back fence. I remember talking about his wife who almost died during childbirth, where she revealed that he was um, that she was actually the contact that he had been working with through the Polish resistance. It's fucking wild. But I can't find the episode. I'm scrolling through uh, it right I don't know. now. None of it sounds really all that familiar. Like, but... I'm going through all of my episodes. I know I talked about it. But regardless, the ability to just, like... Fuck with them? <laughs> fuck with fuck with the Nazis just to save people. And I mean, that, that false epidemic itself saved 8,000 people from... Oppression in general. Yeah, exactly. Like, it basically kept the Nazis out of the entire region for pretty much the entire war. Yeah, because the Germans quarantined the area because they deemed it completely unsafe. Yeah, I mean, they basically it, said, exact, yeah. this is a this is an epidemic. Yeah, God, like, why the fuck would they want typhus? <laughs> like, yeah. You spread that shit, it's done. Um, I... Uh, yeah, it this was is driving of, me insane. The town of Roswedal? Roswedal? I don't know. Rosvidov. I don't know. But it's good. Please. I did it. I said it right. You did. All three times. Please tell me that I did I talk don't, about this. I don't know if you did. It doesn't sound familiar. I know I have. Like, where where else would I have looked this up just for fun? And if you didn't talk about it, then you have now. No, because I, no, I remember sitting in this chair talking about it, but I can't find the notes but I, I also just very recently switched to a new yeah. program for my notes. Hey, no worries. Uh, I'm going to Google Docs. Maybe maybe I did it there. Uh, I'm I, I'm seriously going insane. I think you are, because so I, I was swear I was sitting Christ. there and I messaged I messaged JJ and I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do it on the these two guys in Eugene Lazowski, and uh, he he goes, no wait. And he calls me, and he's all, I already did an episode on them. My wife said that she knows what I'm talking about. I'm like, well, She does. You, of course, would fucking tell her of anything that you've discovered. Like, you would no, talk about it. That's yeah. that's fake news. <laughs> oh, I, sorry. I forget you don't talk to your wife. Yeah, exactly. My bitch of a wife. God, You're not a bitch. Don't hurt me. No, not at all. Hurt him. No, actually, hurt, hurt <clears throat> me. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh... I swear to Christ... But yeah, I, I pulled back. I didn't research anything more on it because I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just, if he's already I'm, talked about it. I've talked about I'll it. take your word for it, you fucking I've liar. I've fucking talked about it. No worries. It's all good. We'll I'm going to find after. it. No, I'm finding it right now. Give, I'm not going to let you. Give someone the chance to earn a sticker, for God's sakes. <sighs> Lord knows we have enough of them. Also, we're going to get those other ones sent out to you guys. Soon. Oh, yeah. I was supposed to do that today. Uh, we were both supposed to do that today. Oh, yeah. And then you didn't show up till 1030. Yeah. We're getting those sent out this week. Yeah. Don't we'll worry. Them, we'll get them sent out. Um, but yeah. So I I know it's a short episode today, but appreciate you tuning in. I will be doing Patreon today as AJ furiously scours through oh his previous God. notes. Uh, let's see. Huge, huge thank you to... Oh, we have a new comrade to add to the list. We've actually got 
a new chairperson and a new comrade. Uh, we got another new chairperson. Oh no, same one. I, I'm just oh, still excited. Okay. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm still excited. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna butcher this. So what? Don't don't hurt me. No, actually, say, you get yeah. It, now that you have it up, what the hell's your problem? Do you want me to start with the start with the chairperson? Z. Oh oh shit! I just closed it. Oh my god. Well. I appreciate you, at least, Nordic <laughs> Thunder and Mini D, Donnell. Uh, I can't speak for my, what oh, I thought was my comrade. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys so much. We've got new comrade right here, Lara Raveau. It's not oh, that difficult. Yes. Sound it out. I just didn't want to say, like, Lara Revo or whatever. No, say it wrong. obviously it's Raveau. It's Damn. French. Duh. Well... Now I know. All right. So thanks for, for hopping on the bandwagon. I'm slightly afraid of her, so I don't want to fucking be. say you things fucking wrong. You fucking should be. That's why I didn't say it. And Abby, of course, AJ's third nut, Lindo, D's nuts, Nordic Thunder, Toddlewaddle, Dark Runner, Haley, and Casey McFacey. Because of you guys, I now have to scroll when reading that list. I so know. thank you. We've finally done it. Oh. It is much appreciated. You guys it really is. is uh, it is helping astronomically with our growth. You have no idea. So, yeah, keep it up. And as always, if you have any uh, suggestions for TV, movies, books, music, movies, books, books TV, uh, movies, music and TV, movies, or show ideas, music, or articles, or whatever, anything TV. you find that you like. Send it our way. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter at Points of Pressure if you ever need anybody to talk to for anything at all. And we'll catch you guys next Monday. We'll see you then.